0: Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Rick. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? For starters, it's been a little while, but keep your eye on the prize. Drink that goddamn water. Secondarily, rate, review, subscribe to my program. Last but not least, if you would like to email me, Email me at goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Once again, that is goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. All right. Where have I been? Let me just look at my phone here. According to my calculations, I haven't fucking recorded a goddamn thing since May 9th. Yeah, man. What you know about consistency? So I had to get something out. I had to do it. I had to touch back in with the people. I keep promising consistency, but then keep, the shit keeps looming. And then I've been going back and forth with myself. Should I let you guys know what I've been thinking? Should I let you know what I've been doing? Should I let you know what's been on my mind? And the answer is yes. So this is where I've been at with it. It's been a steady decline with my listens. Because I haven't been so consistent. And I haven't been so consistent off the strip. I was like, you know what? Maybe this podcasting shit isn't for me. Maybe I'm in a space to where I'm just doing it. And I'm just doing it. And, you know, I'm not putting visuals together. And all these things that I said before. That you guys have emailed me, texted me, called me, um, DM'd me. Like, hey, nigga, just snap out of it and just do it. But when you're in a space to where you just have to do it. And you're uncertain about how it's going to, how it's going to pan out. And you're only operating off of hope. Like, you don't see a glimmer of light. There's no person that comes through like, hey, nigga, you want to get lit? Do this. And I got you. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no none of that. It's just like determination and work. So then I start watching all these interviews of people who's made it. And, you know, Nipsey comes to mind. R.I.P. Nipsey. And he said something that was very poignant. He was like, yo, the only difference between me and them other niggas is that I didn't quit. And then... You got to look at yourself in the mirror, right? I'm talking about running, which I've started to do. Dieting, losing weight, making more money. And due to the fact that nothing has been going the way I envision it going, am I about to just give up on niggas? Am I just that weak and feeble of a person? How successful do I want to be if the moment that roadblocks come, I just succumb to the roadblocks? So I got to push through thinking that this podcast shit won't work out. I have to push through the fact that I have to work even harder to make sure this shit pushes through. I have to find some inner resilience to do the things that I want to do while simultaneously doing the things I have to do. Like pay bills and all the other kind of shit. You know? So, since May, want to give you a little update. Still at my aunt's house. Still living swagless. You feel me? Still um, just getting by as far as um paying my bills and shit like that but uh the good news is i'm in better spirits right and who cares about better spirits because once again once you like you know your mood and what you watch that correlates with the mood that you're in is very similar to when women are in their bag and they find a meme for everything you ever notice that like if you cheat on them they have all these memes about like honor and respect and being loyal or Uh, if a homegirl does them foul they'd be like yo trust is nothing but a such and such like all these cool things that's written cursive and with black letters and a white screen whatever and um same thing with things that you search on youtube or on instagram right and i bring this up because i see like shaquille o'neal and other like oil tycoons and people that own Fortune 500 companies. And all those things like, yo, emotions don't matter. Who gives a fuck about what your emotions are? If you're broke, and if you don't got no money, if you got nothing to stand on, and you don't got no assets, what good are you as a man? You're a goddamn loser. You think I got where I got from having feelings? And you know, you watch white people, black people, Middle East, Middle Eastern people, um, Spanish people even, people that are making so much money. Cause you know, once you watch one person, just the algorithm just goes crazy. And I'm like, all right, my nigga, I got to fucking become emotionless. And it's come to my attention that what I went through is heartbreaking. But what I went through isn't unique because everybody's going to lose their parents. It's just what the fuck it is. I'm not going to be here one day. And this is kind of why I feel as though when we see people losing their lives in such a tragic fashion, whether it be a shooting or you know a a plane a helicopter a car accident whatever i really and truly believe like niggas just feel bad in the moment and move on the next day because we all know inevitably we're all going to be dead so it's like oh fuck they didn't get to live a full life oh well well who knows when i'm gonna go so let me just keep going where i'm going because why else is it like this why have nobody done anything about these mass shootings they're just a mass shooting the other day i don't see nothing being pushed through i don't see no type of new legislation it's like yeah niggas got shot and i say all that to say that feeling something isn't what gets you the money feeling something isn't what gets you the success it just isn't you know what's crazy about all these people that they say are evil? You know, whether they're famous or not famous. Even if they're the CEO of a job that you don't even know exists, but the only way you know the job exists is if you um, if you get, like, a temp job. Have any of you ever been through a temp agency? So, if you haven't, this is how a temp agency works. You fucking call niggas up, right? You then go to whatever building that they tell you to come to, right? You sit down. You meet uh, the agent that's going to be helping you get jobs. You fill out, you know, a few things of paperwork. And then you go home. And then as days go along, they give you a call. Hey, Tariq, what's up? Yo, I got this job over here, and such and such. Hey, Tariq, I got this job over here, whatever. How you think about that? Hey, Tariq, you know, they're, um, they're talking about paying you $17 an hour at this job. You, you want to take it? And then you go there, and they fill you out, and then... Either they give you a position after three months of being there, or they let you go and you go back into the tech market. And when I was doing this, is all these companies that you just drive by, but you really forget that they're companies. And the CEO of the companies that you don't know about, these niggas pushing big cars and they can walk right past you in the mall. None of these niggas have feelings. None of them, not one. So it's like, damn. Do I just need to have laser vision and be like, fuck it and be on my Kobe shit? Because when you look at Kobe and he's talking about that mom mentality, he don't give a fuck about nobody. Everybody loved the last dance. Michael Jordan don't got a lot of homies. He had a lot of homies by proxy of being Michael Jordan and being Michael Jordan's friend as a fucking is dope because he's Michael Jordan. But as far as that nigga being dope, that nigga didn't have homies like that what childhood friend did you ever see in any of the documentaries i watched them all the documentaries they did that on that nigga in the 90s the documentaries he did they did on him in the 2000s the youtube shorts i've seen ain't no yo man it's my man harold we've been tapped in since we was like five years old michael jordan has an older brother that's five foot eight they used to dunk and do fucking double pump shits and all kind of shit and he was like a world-class athlete michael jordan was saying that the only person that could beat me one-on-one is his older brother, and he's only older than him by, like, fucking two years. And the only reason why Michael Jordan went to the league and his brother didn't is because his brother was 5'8", and he was 6'6". Like, Michael Jordan was really, like, an anomaly type shit. The nigga, like, his father is short, his mother is short, his brother is short, and he's 6'6". But both of them niggas had, like, equal athleticism. If you don't believe me, go on YouTube and put in Michael Jordan's brother, and there's gonna probably be... Just one interview. It's going to be in the 80s. And it's going to be some white man talking in the the background. And you're going to see Michael Jordan's brother just taking a ball, double pumping at 5'8", and just throwing that shit down. Boom! Then I'm Googling. This nigga was overseas for like a year or two and then just dissolved into thin air. Michael Jordan, don't even talk about him. And Michael Jordan, the most competitive person probably in the history of the country, said that the only person that could ever beat me is my older brother, and he don't even talk about him. Wanna know why? Cause feelings are secondary to the chicken, the chicken. So I'm like, I gotta get more ruthless on niggas. I gotta fuck around and rewire the whole situation, which is unfortunate because I love people. I have a multitude of friends i have people that i've been hanging out with since i was four years old i have people that i newly started hanging out with people i met in my 20s people that i met when i was a teenager people i even met in my 30s i'm 32 years old so that's two years deep and there's people i've met since i've turned 30 that and I may have taken a liking to so although that being said it's like all right the difference between me and these people is a lot of people who i meet give dab to, to give hugs to have dinner with have drinks or whatever All these niggas have like spectacular jobs. And I'm sitting here at my aunt's house. So I'm like, why am I being Mr. Friendly Man? For what? Being a goddamn savage appears to warrant the results that I want. So this is what I've been grappling with for a long time. And you know what's crazy? I was speaking to a friend of mine literally yesterday. I was on the phone with him for an hour and 45 minutes. And he was just speaking about how he tapped in with another one of our homies that he hasn't spoken to in numerous years. And he was like, yo, I just wish that more of the team was just having more, more focused conversation about what they're going through, as opposed to just having conversation about things that's funny, conversation about what we're about to do, conversation of what's going on in the moment, but just really what you're thinking and really what you're feeling and really what you're trying to get accomplished and what was your state of mind when this happened to you and, and i mean just real focused conversation about building who you are as a person um you know speaking of of which of what my homie said whatever there's something that uh that i've noticed as far as just friendships overall right and you know people who i'm around uh things that i've witnessed with other friendship groups i feel like what the fuck was that i almost choked while eating or not drinking anything maybe i need some more water anywho one thing that i've recognized is nobody is cool with accepting people for who they are let me not say nobody so what i've recognized whether it's business partnerships uh friendships romantic partnerships it's if you cannot get leverage on someone or if you can't use them in a particular way that whole you know, if you can't be used you're useless kind of situation people will get angry that you've been yourself the whole time so let's take me for example right if I start hanging out with you and we're chilling to my detriment and that's what we've been speaking about all day I will not diagnose what I could get from you I just like being around you I just like being around people I like having incredible conversation. I like being put on to new things. I like being brought to new places. You know, friendships that I've garnered over time. People have brought me out the country. People have brought me out the state. People have introduced me to incredible people. I've been to festivals. I've, I've done things I never thought I would do just by literally being friends with people, right? But this is by proxy of me liking who this person is and then whatever comes from it is whatever comes from it, right? But then you have another set of people. And this other set of people seemingly keeps clashing with the first set of people. And this other set of people are the people that will look at you and diagnose what they can get from you. And if they don't deem you as something that they can like take from you in a certain kind of way, then you're rendered useless. And then arguments start to go up, right? Do y'all have friends like this? Let me answer that question for you. Yes, you do. And this is how it starts everybody's having a collective conversation about in fact, let's not say everybody let me try to reel it in if it's a group of guys right and we're all talking about sports and then while we're talking about sports we're talking about food and then while we're talking about food we're talking about clothes and then while we're talking about clothes we're talking about this event that one of us went to last week that we all should have fucked with and then after doing that we're talking about women and then when we talk about women, like, yo, what woman you got going on right now? Yo, then we'll start making little jokes or whatever have you, right? Some people will take that, like, all right, cool. This is my homies, this is my friends because I work all day. I'm in a very stressful environment. You know, the world is on my back. I come to you guys just to get shit off my chest because it's cool just being around the fellows, right? I am one of these people. Like, you know what, it's pretty dope, this is cool. And I mean, when I'm around y'all, This is dope because everybody doesn't have this. Everybody doesn't have a collective of friends that they just enjoy being around. They enjoy laughing with. Other people view that as a waste of time. But it makes me question that. Because when I see these type of behaviors. With you having this laser focus and you just being like this conniving person. These people don't be better off than the people that would just be chilling. Like, not really. It might be a little bit more better off, but niggas be having a whole set of problems. And I just don't understand why you can't just accept people for who they are and just move accordingly. Everything needs focus. Everything needs leverage. Everything needs, yo, because know, that's just how the world works. Nigga, we are friends. All of us. We're fucking friends. We're homies. And we're homies. But niggas didn't become. I didn't become friends with you at five years old because I saw you can make computers from scratch. I wanted to be a fucking web designer, nigga. I became five. I became I'm sorry. I became friends with you at five because I liked being around you. That I liked being around you when you was eight. That I liked being around you when you was eleven. That I liked being around you when you was twenty. That I liked being around you when you was twenty-eight. I'm gonna like being around you when you're fifty because that's what fucking friendship is. I've acquired all the information that i need to acquire from you i know you i know your personality i know your thoughts in the world and i've concluded you are a friend of mine but when people can't get things from you or when people don't see value in you outside of who you are as a person that's then used against you and that's seemingly what keeps happening you know as social media starts to grow even bigger than never, and everybody's able to share their thoughts it's like it's like oh yeah yeah this is what i need to be on i need to everything is a waste of time chilling is a waste of time which is cool chilling is a waste of time if you want to view life like that but then when you start peeling back layers and you start seeing like all right outside of the niggas who really made it you don't got no chicken like that so you're, you're a fucking dick for what for what well Show me this list of accolades, show me this money, show me these things that are tangible that come as a result of you being addicted to people. Show me. I just wanna see it. Cause I, right, everybody preaches, yo, if you're around a whole bunch of bums, you're destined to be a bum. You need to get around rich people. So if you are the bum amongst the rich people, this new set of people you wanna be around, why the fuck would they fuck with you? That's the one thing these white people don't tell you. Why would they fuck with you? Because you have potential. You think these people are rich off potential? No, they're rich off of know-how. They're rich off of being able to maneuver. You, my friend, are trying to acquire knowledge from people who don't need you, but you think that they need you because you have an ego. So this is why I don't, I don't understand. Now I believe in expanding your friend group. Start to be go in different rooms, be friendly. You know what I'm saying, cultivate relationships. Call people up. Hey, what you up to, y'all? and that yo, not for nothing. I looked on your Instagram. I know whatever have you. I just fucked with you the other day or whatever. But yo, do you got you got a few minutes to like really sit and just have a drink with me, bro? Because I listen, man. I don't know what's going on with me, but I just see what you have, and I, I just want to ask you a few questions, bro. And if you're cool, they're like, yeah, cause come on, man. I'll I'll be in Brooklyn, such and such. Let's go get a drink. And that's how you start, and like yo. And that's how you start building relationships. I uh, cut myself off when I was before I was done with my previous statement. Then, as things go along, it's like, yo, when's the next event you're going to? I'm like, yo, I'm about to go to Houston or I'm about to go to DC. If you can swing it, be like, you know what? I'm gonna. Would you mind if I fucked you? If you are cool, they're going to say yes, and then that's how you start to build and whatever have you. And that's how you have your core set of people who you like. And who you're around because you like being around them. And then you have the people that you can get things from. But people seemingly don't have this way of thinking. Right? And this is just what I've viewed. This is just what I've seen. And I use you into your useless kind of situation. That shit is just so. It's so whack to me. Because what comes from that? You know what I'm saying? Like we're not white. We don't come from a space of having income we we don't own the houses that we live in a lot of the time a lot of us is trying to get it from scratch so the last thing we need is to be vilifying people because they're useless because what are you just a nigga with thoughts and this is these are just things that i think about whenever i'm looking at people even me let's break me down and my construct right i'm someone that's good at a good amount of things not great at a whole bunch, but if you put me around something, you give me a month or two, I'll probably get good at it. That's just how I am, right? You following? But because I never had that drive of trampling people to my own detriment, because I've never had that drive of like, nah, you gotta cut these niggas' throats. You need to get what you need to get. And just that, that, um, that, uh, that willpower, you know what I'm saying? just that, um, that follow through of making sure that a task is complete because I get easily distracted. And I don't have a lot of discipline. And I mean, going for the jugular is what you need in this world. And that's something that I just never really cultivated because of, I guess, upbringing. And I, I guess a lot of these things are instinctual, but you can't control who you are. You can make changes along the way, but intuitively who you are is who you are. And then you make conscious decisions along the way. So because of which I'm someone who's incredibly well-spoken i'm someone that knows a lot about a lot of things i can pretty much blend into whatever room you put me in but i don't really have much so niggas look at me like all right rick is cool rick is this rick is that rick has the potential to do all these things or rick really don't have much rick is a dub right right because if i wasn't a dub say this podcasting shit pops off now i'm making let's say two hundred fifty thousand dollars an episode and i'm on the BET red carpet and I'm going to festival stages and shit is really clicking and I'm in a cool apartment in Long Island City and, and I mean I got a car and I'm fucking got a whole bunch of chains on type of shit then it's like oh, all right we need to be fucking with Rick because we can get something from him who he is is secondary how cool he is is secondary what we can gauge from him is in first place and, that, that, and me coming to these realizations, I'm not saying that someone who sees the world that way is wrong. I just never saw the world that way, but maybe I need to. You know, um, a friend of mine was having a conversation with another friend of mine, right? And we were thinking about throwing like this big extravaganza. This is a little while ago. And you know, we was on Instagram, whatever. He was like, yo, I'm thinking about inviting her. And my other man was like, why would you invite her? If somebody in the team starts talking to her, all they're going to do is waste their time because niggas don't got nothing to offer. And that was like, her. Huh. And before I was offended when I heard the conversation. But if it's one thing about me is you got to take the information for what it is. The nigga was Right. Because if you're in an environment where new people are coming into your life that really don't give a fuck about who you are, they give a fuck about what you represent and what's being represented is niggas don't have much, why would somebody want to get tapped in with you? When I came to this realization, I started talking to different friends of mine who were single or different friends of mine that got broken up with while my relationship didn't last and it's like huh i got it at, at the ripe age of 32 i understand you got to build your foundation become a shark and then all the relationships you have based on what you've done through hard work and dedication will be by proxy of what you represent and what you got as opposed to who you are because who you are is very secondary in this world nobody gives a fuck about who you are he gives a fuck about how much money you have How much power you have how much prestige you have how much cachet you have all these type of things and it's been taking me a while to turn that corner even small things that i've dealt with with women when i feel like i'm a gentleman and all this other kind of shit and shit just don't be clicking i'm like wow i wonder i wonder why shit don't be clicking why isn't shit clicking between me And shorty, whatever shorty it is at the time that I'm saying this to myself about, and the answer is simple. You don't have any leverage for shorty to fuck with you because only being a cool guy isn't unique. And then when I started passing this message along to certain people that are um, in my arm's reach, I seen the light bulb go off. And then it turned me back to what I was saying early in the podcast when it was like, "All right, nigga." In a in a in a roundabout way, with the whole "if you can't be used, you're useless" theory, and not accepting people for who they are. There's a way to express that. And I've not only have I been given the information in the harshest way possible, but now I've dissected it, and now I think I'm ready to turn up. So with that being said, you're gonna see a few changes. I got this um, I got grants that I haven't been confident in. That's why I never uploaded it. I'm blo- I'm uploading that this weekend on a Saturday. I don't give a fuck. Um, I'm about to start recording the new season of Grants. Gotta get more consistent with this podcast, whatever have you. Um, losing weight, getting better in shape, and it's really just become a shark that's not taking any prisoners because that's the only people that win in this world. Whenever you see somebody who's a dickhead and they're rich, the thing is that they're rich. That's what's happening. These niggas don't have the problems that you have because you're broke. And they're not. And the only difference between you and them is they're just more relentless than you are. And I just don't like that feeling of having another man lick me in my eye and he knows that he's better than me because he's just more relentless. That shit is not a good feeling. At all driving by and you're seeing people with various cars and it's like i wonder how you get that car and then nigga's like i don't know man like niggas is the illuminati or something the person isn't in the illuminati the person is relentless or you know maybe they're a trust fund baby maybe they fucked around invested in bitcoin whatever have you but just recalibrating who you are and just shifting into another vibe is uh is what needs to be done Because here's something else I thought about, right? I want to start rapping, right? I've always wanted to rap. Never had the confidence to follow through with it. And then I started thinking to myself, as of right now, as I'm speaking to you, I have 3,916 followers on Instagram, right? Let's say I I upload some music and all 3,916 people say that I suck right to someone it's like oh if everybody who i know and love says that it's that i suck maybe this isn't for me and then you start going into living in mediocrity or you can view it as nigga this is only 3916 people and there's 6 billion people in the world 8 billion people in the world if everybody who i know and love doesn't give a fuck about the music or translated to clothes they don't care about my clothes if they don't care about my podcast who cares i only know 3916 people who gives a fuck about them niggas you know what i'm saying like nigga, there's thousands upon thousands upon millions upon billions of people who have no idea who the fuck i am so if i can get this shit out to the mass market and i can get 3 million people to fuck with me But the 3,916 people that I'm close to don't give a fuck about it. Why the fuck should I care about the 3,000 people? And that's what I mean about having a feeble spirit, son. This is what I mean when I say that I'm I'm, I'm reshaping my outlook on shit. And I'm being so forthcoming with you guys because I know somebody listening to this very episode is dealing with the same shit. They don't want to ask for a raise. They're having some relationship issues. They're having issues with uh, their parents. They're having issues with being able to move out. They're having issues with their weight. They're having issues with their mental health. They're having issues with their financial situation. They fuck around. They're late on bills. They can't pay their card notes. They can't pay their rent. Get more fucking relentless. You have to, son. Because at the end of the day, nobody's going to give a fuck about you. Kids. Kids are getting shot. And it's getting reported that kids are getting shot and nobody cares, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, it's a fucking fact, nobody cares, the families care of the people who's related to people that was shot, but in the grand scope of things, I'm gonna give a fuck, because shit ain't changing, NRA rules shit, because niggas are relentless, kids got shot, too bad, so sad, nigga, tomorrow's Friday, you know what I'm saying, or tomorrow's Thursday when it come, about to release this shit tonight, so yeah, son, you gotta get more relentless on niggas, that's the advice i'm giving myself so i want you guys to hold me accountable i don't know how many of you guys are still with me maybe i might have 50 listeners after this but if the 50 of you can contact me via twitter instagram uh my email some of you have my number just like hold me accountable like your week you still out there running your week you're still getting in shape your week what's up with the pod your week what's up with regrants and just Help me get to this mode of relentlessness, to where I could become a fucking killer out here. Because I really believe this, and maybe this is just my own ego. If people like me get famous, there's hope for all you niggas, all of y'all. I am over here with no connections. I don't, I'm not in the Illuminati. Nobody in my family's famous. Nobody in my family's rich. No, none, I'm in my fucking thirties, so I don't. I'm not like this child prodigy that I have this cool perspective when I'm sixteen. None of this shit if niggas like me get on all of us are going to be okay i'm telling you son i fucking really believe that peace and blessings pass the dressing and i will speak to you guys in a few days